0: I'm Bethany and I'm Kristen and this is looking for the middle couch cast edition that never gets old <laughs> <laughs> I have this like little move I do with my shoulders and then Bethany started where she like rocks her head back I and d- forth to the tune of my little <laughs> jingle there your little ditty. yes <laughs> oh my goodness it's... we're on our fourth couch cast of the day recording why so we have nothing nothing else witty to say nope
1: nope <laughs> okay shooting straight here we're we go to, we're up against the time clock so this one's gotta be quick so I'm picking a question yep. from our list of listener questions and I'm going to say number 12. 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. Let's scroll down. Okay.
0: You ready? Yes. We were actually just talking about this question. Or I teased this question to Bethany a minute ago okay. when we weren't.
1: Oh, I know what it is then. Yep. Okay.
0: Okay. How do you navigate clingy or borderline obsessive guys who share the f- same friend circle? So, oh, little, man. little context here. She said, there was a guy who pursued me for a very long time. I turned him down multiple times, and it's been a good while since I've cut off contact, but he is still trying. What do I do?
1: Oh, man. I think we've both dealt with this, whether directly or indirectly, mm-hmm. in the past. Yes. This is a tough one. It's so tough. I think... Particularly...
0: And this is going to sound so stereotypical, but particularly as a Christian woman, it is. We feel so much pressure. I have to be don't kind. Don't be rude. And I, don't to be ru- I don't need to be rude and I don't need to be um, harsh. or
1: And <laughs> harsh and direct do not have to no. b- live together. No. And I was going to say, don't be unkind. No. But whatever one step back from that is, be that. And I don't mean that in a snarky way, but I'm just saying. You don't have to be super bubbly and talkative and put up with that. You can make it clear that you, especially if he has gotten to the point of asking you out or saying something and you have turned him down, if it's just this like give and take, oh, he flirts and he's always around and it's kind of like annoying. Well, don't, don't be a jerk to that guy. But if he has asked you out, you said no. Okay, we'll give him a second time just to be generous. And you said no again. After that, there is no excuse. He should leave you alone. And I don't think there's anything wrong with escalating that if you have to, whether it be um, a trusted friend in your circle, whether it be... I, I would bring my dad in if it were me. I mean, if I was even now I'm <laughs> like I would say when I was younger but honestly I'm 33 and if I was dealing with a guy in my friend circle who had had gotten to a point where I'm like he has asked me out multiple times I've told him no he won't leave me alone I don't like going to events I don't like going to hang out with my friends I don't like doing stuff I would say hey dad I need you to to step in and and that carries a certain weight that me talking to a guy just doesn't
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so I that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah. I've done that before. Have you? Yeah. Now it was in high school,
0: but I would still be comfortable doing that. even Absolutely. now. Absolutely.
1: Um, and I've had times where my dad's like, Hey, do you need me to say something? Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Yeah. But yeah. Or even there
0: are a couple of my, like if, if I would probably, if I'm being honest before I would pull my dad into it, I would see, is there another, is there a mutual friend?
1: I would start there in for that sure.
0: group. Um, if it not, to, I'm gonna say this, and this is gonna sound like, oh, I, we need a man to save us. No, I'm not going that route here. But if it's a guy, then one, if he's friends with this guy, there's gonna be a little bit more of a weight to that, I think. Um, and I think it's going to communicate the seriousness of it when you're pulling that. It's not like, oh, I'm bringing Bethany along with me to right. like, you know, because she's one of my best friends, yeah. kind of thing. Do you get what I'm? I'm trying yeah, to make and it, that distinction. It also
1: says to, you, hey other people know about this other people are aware of your I mean it's inappropriate behavior Mm -hmm. at this point Mm -hmm. so I think that's totally fine and yeah I would do that first yeah and if he's just barreling through that wall too then I would say talk to your dad and at a certain point if you go to the same church talk to the pastor Mm -hmm. I mean that's not something that should be allowed to continue. Yeah. I mean, and I, cause that's what I say. I, I don't know that I've ever directly dealt with this, but I have had multiple friends who have been the one dealing with it. And it's awful. There's, they, they don't feel like they can go to events. They don't feel like they can come to church, hmm. which it should, ne- that should never no. be it. And it shouldn't be something like you said, where you're like, Oh, well you just need to be kind and patient, whatever. No, that he, that is an issue in his life that he needs to be called out on. Mm hmm lovingly with the gospel with the truth of scripture to say hey this is not how you treat a sister in Christ and unfortunately she's not interested that is all she is to you
0: mm-hmm, exactly and you know boundaries are your best friend yes in this case so and there are several different you know if he's texting you all the time you don't respond
1: if and te- he, tell him not to yeah. i would i would say tell him hey i'm not comfortable with this please don't text me anymore yes don't just ghost him more yeah. and i know that's not what you meant yeah, yeah,
0: yeah and i think like yeah i think you and i are thinking at like different stages but yes don't just ignore it and expect it to go away if he's that persistent mm-hmm. if you're at the beginning of like oh he's asked me out Oh, yeah. And I should have made that clear. My bad. If he's asked you out, you said no. He's still trying, you know, first few times, maybe just don't respond. Then if it continues and I'll be like, hey, this is nothing personal. Maybe actually don't say that because it kind (laughs) of is. Um, So don't (laughs) start like that. Just say like, hey, I, you know, want to be super honest with you. I just don't feel comfortable with this because of the situation. I don't want to like give you any sort of false hope here. So I just don't feel comfortable texting you. So if you just would mind not doing that anymore, that'd be great. Yeah. You can make that sound a lot better than what <laughs> I just said. But texting, you know, any sort of like... um, Like social media te- Yeah, technology, communication. That's not the right way to say that. But yeah, social media <laughs> communication would have been a better way. Uh, but just don't treat him one way in person and then be comfortable like oh well we can text because it's not as weird or awkward and personally i i dealt with this several years back with a guy who it was a very confusing situation (laughs) for the longest time i couldn't tell if he liked me or if he it was just a very weird friendship but it was super awkward for me in person And so I would kind of avoid him in person and I would tell Melanie or whoever else was in the, with me be like, don't leave me. Like you stay with me. We bathroom everywhere you're coming. And she would be okay. Well, when, you know, after I hadn't seen him for a while, or if I hadn't interacted with him in person, well, we would text or what, and I'd be like, oh, well, this isn't so bad. And so we go back and then it would just... Open the door and go back. You've got to be consistent, and that's with any boundary across any
1: situation. If you're not consistent, it's getting really confusing for the person on the other side of it. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Is your boundaries are only effective to the extent that you keep them and are not sending mixed signals. Um, You know, because it's like, okay, well, this guy pursued me and I turned him down, but. He's still trying. Now, she did say, "I've." it's been a while since I cut off contact, which I think is the best thing you can do. But like you said, if you're trying to put boundaries in place and you don't stick to them, well, then that's saying to him, oh, she's saying this. But really what she means is it's okay. So you've got to be resolute in that and stick to it, whether it's in person or digital communication or whatever.
0: Yeah, because if you... If he knows, like, okay, well, she's really not going to talk to me in person, but if I text her two or three times, she'll eventually respond, mm-hmm. then he'll keep doing that. It's like when you're, I'm not to dumb it down like this, but like when you're, when it comes to parenting, if a kid knows if he cries long enough that he'll <laughs> finally get ice cream, they'll pitch a fit as long as they need to before they, because they know eventually the parent's going to get right. in. So in this case, if you continue to reward certain behavior, so to speak, they'll continue to have the same actions and interactions in order to get the result that they want and yeah. so if but if you you know he texts you I don't know six seven eight times and you haven't responded he will eventually quit because he's gonna get after you've asked him not to if he just keeps and you're just not responding no one is gonna keep contexting con- what no one is going to keep texting a number without getting any sort of response and So you sticking to your boundaries and talk to a friend about this that's close to you and be like, hey, this is a situation. This doesn't have to be in a gossipy way, but just Mm -mm. like this is a situation. Here's what I've communicated. Here are the boundaries I'm setting in place. Uh, Can you help me make sure that I'm sticking to them?
1: Yeah. And I think communicate with a a trusted friend too. the situation so that they can say, hey, maybe you're overreacting a little on this part or, oh, maybe this isn't. You know, they can kind of guide like what you should say or what you should do a little bit because I know for me, once I get clingy, what what were her words, clingy and borderline obsessive, once I get those vibes from a guy, it doesn't matter what he does or says, that's how it's going to come across. And so it's like confirmation bias. Yeah. Oh, it totally is. And so you don't want to react to a situation at a 10 when maybe you really just need to react to it at a six and it would suffice. I'm not saying it doesn't need to be addressed. I'm not saying sweep it under the rug, but just maybe get some. Objective input <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. into how to deal with it somewhat yeah. too. I think
0: that's wise because yeah, the longer we uh <laughs> the longer we deal with something, the more like all bent out of shape we get absolutely. about it. So <laughs> it's good to have a uh, someone to help ground you yes, a little bit.
1: Very much. So anything else you can think of? I can't think of anything else. Okay. But yeah, I'm sorry you have to deal with that. It's not fun. I it hate is it for not you.
0: Fun. It is not fun, but. Stay the course. Stick to your guns. Yep, exactly. Stick to your boundaries and
1: and you will get through it. Okay. Guys, we will leave you with that. We will be back next week with another CouchCast. If you don't already, go follow us on Instagram. It's LFTM underscore podcast. That's our handle. We are over there every day in stories. Fun stuff there. We're doing a lot right now with like questions and polls to help get you guys involved with planning for next season. Episodes, ideas, stuff like that. So go follow us there and that will be a little more content while we're on this break but until next week i am bethany and i'm kristen and this is looking for the middle